Hello everyone and welcome to Brands Tech. This episode of the interview show will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello everyone and welcome to the interview show here on Brands Tech. I hope that everyone has been doing well. So I'm Brandon and for today's guest, I have my guest of the day, Justin. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Hi, happy to be here. That is great. And so before we start off for today, I first want to ask, how are you today? I am good. Been having a good day. That is great to hear. And so one of the things that we will be discussing today is how you were able to you know, really be able to help create a online community and be a part of it. And so and so I know right now it has been over a year since, you know, Things have really begun changing, especially with the current ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. And so a lot of stuff has really changed. And so how has that been for you? Uh, COVID hasn't really affected me directly. Well, my sister had it, but that's not really relevant because she's fine. Um, That's good. Yeah, the biggest way it's affected me is obviously quarantine. Not being able to see anyone. I'm sure um, everyone can relate to that stuck in your house for most of the time. Um, topically, really the reason that it went okay for me is probably because of the communities I was involved with, which is kind of why we're talking about this. Yeah, and so for you, how long have you really been involved with like online communities? Uh, I'd say about two years, maybe two and a half. Wow, so so that's probably, yeah, that's been a little, yeah, a little while. And luckily before this you know, pandemic started, so so that you were able to, you know, really get a hold of it before you know, anything big has really happened. And so what really got you into online communities? Uh, so funny story. Um, what happened was I was bored one day and I just decided I'm going to look around on social media and someone gave me a link to a Minecraft server's Discord. I'm like, okay, I'll join. Um, I, I, I worked on that project, that group for a while, and we eventually split off with a couple good friends of mine and we became our own, um, server focused on a book series. I liked Stormlight, Stormlight Archive. And, um, from there, I, I haven't really left since, uh, made a lot of really good friends and that community has become really important to me. Wow, that is, that is great. And so, yeah. You know, and so for you, interacting with the online community, how has that, yeah, you know, how has that been for you? Like over the, you know, the two, two and a half years or so that you said that you have been involved with it, like has your use of it, you know, has your interaction with it, has it changed over time or, you know, how has it been since you very first started? Uh, so when I started, I tried to um, make sure things were going like perfectly. I would, um, focus on it and try and make sure everything's running well and everyone's happy. And that actually caused problems because um, at one point, there's like some online drama going on between two members of the server. And uh, I, I tried to keep everyone happy with each other and back everyone down. And after that happened and there was a lot of quitting and lost friendships and whatever, um, I realized I was trying too hard and it's been a lot more casual and i think that um since then the online friendships i've had are a bit stronger 
that's great to hear. And so, and so for you, was it a new experience for you, like making friends online? Like, how was that process for you? Uh, it's it's a bit different from um, meeting people in person because you can just start talking about just uh, mutual interests, and just like someone can join the conversation at any time. Whereas in real life, if someone just walked over and joined, you'd, you'd look like them like they're crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's so, I guess it's so much easier being able to, you know, like you said that you were, you know, in servers. And then I guess from there is when you, you know, learn about other servers, create new ones and just go from there. But it's easier to say something like, I guess, you know, do you like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Let's go speak about it. Yeah, you know, as opposed right. to. Yeah, you don't have to put yourself out yeah. there as much. Yeah, Less of a I, risk. Yeah, because I could see the, definitely see that as more awkward, like in person. Well, especially now, you know, just going up to someone and saying, "Hey, I watch this. Do you watch this?" But it's so much, I guess, easier within an online community because, you know, really, you you can be speaking to anyone in the world, really. Yeah, and with an online community, you're not like at risk of alienating people you might have to interact with, like if you're talking to classmates or. Um, co-workers like um, if someone on there bothers you y'all don't get along or something you can just stop talking to them and you're never going to see each other again I, yeah. I think that makes it like a lot less uh, intimidating yeah I could definitely see that as a lot you know less intimidating not having you know as much awkwardness really and so yeah I know like you know potentially joining an online community I'm sure that for some people who maybe don't know anyone you know, in person there, because I would assume that at least getting started, most people probably had a, you know, real life reason for joining, whether it was like, you know, maybe like an in-person friend said, hey, would you enjoy my, my, my Discord chat or, you know, or something of that nature that draw that initially draws you in. Maybe it's, you know, a YouTuber that you watch has their stuff. And then from there, you just really, yeah, I guess begin to, you know, meet those people and really branch out from there and so and so for you like over the yeah you know, over this time that you have really you know been on you know been online and and a part of these online communities you know what has been something that you have really i guess taken away from this is there anything that has really stood out that's maybe changed your perception on things uh i'd say probably um i don't know uh the way I see online communities is there's just ways to talk to people that you wouldn't be able to normally and interact without risk. Although I do think it's good to have um, people you know in real life to keep things balanced. But regardless, uh, yeah, that balance is something that I've taken out of this. Uh, online communities can be easier, they can be safer, and they can be very fulfilling um, for dealing with loneliness and other social related issues that we as humans have. Like, I know it really helps with social anxiety, um, with the medium, but like, I have a friend, um, I've known him online for quite a while. He talks, um, very unashamedly and very avidly on these text channels. And if you ever try and like call him or video chat him or something, he just has trouble speaking and, I think it's good to take away that from it that this is actually helping people, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, I think a, a nice part about, you know, being able to have an online community is that is that you don't necessarily have to have this, well, the same fear 
that you may have in person that oh people people aren't going to like me or people i don't know maybe that i don't know maybe that they're not necessarily as popular or that maybe they just moved somewhere and it's just you know you're, it's not as easy to really get to meet new people but being able to have these communities and friendships online it's like people don't really know have to know really who you are they can just you know be friends with you for who you are yeah particularly during quarantine yeah and so how has that been for you during quarantine i guess you know with really with everything going on how was it for you you know knowing that you had an online community was it you know was it different for you at all like in the i guess for the shift going in cuz i mean i uh, think yeah yeah the shift was really weird but um at least at the start it really felt a lot for me like when i go on a break or something like uh christmas break or whatever like going home you don't see any of your uh normal friends or whatever but you can still talk to these online communities and it's the same as always like it obviously became different um as time passed but i guess it just makes things stronger yeah that makes perfect sense and so and so really like i know there's so much stuff that's really you know going on and so i know you know right now across well across the us and even across the world to some extent that you know that many of us have now have to you know, also move most of their lives online and so you know with that being said there's so much that's really concentrated online that it may be really tough to handle like everything at once just because you know i guess pre pandemic it might be like okay i'm going to do homework i'm turning off my devices until i finish it but when the homework's also on the devices it's a lot easier to get distracted and you know really you know lose concentration and so have you had any you know issues with that uh me particularly to an extent um i've never been one with an issue with switching between uh like schoolwork and whatever and talking to people or anything i just do it i guess i mean sometimes i procrastinate but that's i think that's normal i have a friend who um from that community who whenever he got swamped with something he would um say hey guys i'm going to go for a little bit till i catch up on everything and then i'll be back and i do think that um uh, was that like even for people who do have that issue that's a good way to solve it yeah yeah i mean that's definitely you know a very true thing i mean there's so much you know there's so much that's really going on for people that you know it's just i don't know it's just really difficult to really like fully manage your time and so i know for some people you know i guess myself included it's like you know it's almost where you have to begin starting to take time for yourself and really be able to you know refocus on you know your priorities and really be able to you know, to know how to move it because that's that's one thing i've really noticed in the pandemic is that you know a lot of times you know even though we may be used to something like you know for high school like by the time someone graduates high school it's like at that point you've been in school for like 12 years you probably have a general idea of you know how your your work ethic is how you go on a day to day but you know when a lot of people moved you know virtually it was definitely a big shift and one that was really unexpected there wasn't really any time to prepare for it besides you know for people who weren't spring break the break and so and so really trying to refocus your priorities and trying to learn a new yeah i guess a new habits a new way of life is definitely a little overwhelming for some people and so i guess having that time that little mental break you know is definitely something that 
for some people is definitely worth, you know, worthwhile. I mean, I know for me, when the pandemic started, I, yeah, I definitely limited a lot of my time on social media and, you know, and other chats just really to, you know, really work on my other projects and be able to, you know, really expand upon what I'm working on. And so, yeah, it's certainly that's interesting balance. And so, and so really for you, a question I have for you is, you know, with your experience with definitely with the you know, online communities, what do you think is the, you know, is the best way to really, I guess, interact with people? And how do you see as if like, I guess, what do you see are the, I guess, key ways of how to interact with someone who's for someone who's new to, yeah, I guess, interacting online? Like, I know there's a general, like, adequate of what you should or shouldn't do to really begin to get to know someone i'm sure that's a really awkward way of putting that but <laughs> uh well i mean etiquette really depends on what kind of place you're finding yourself like there's plenty of online communities where it's basically just anarchy like trying to talk to people in a crowd like oh right i'm at a football game i should introduce myself to the people around me that doesn't always work yeah. um but I, th I, I like to treat it as just like how I talk um, personally. And I just write, type down what I'm thinking. And yeah, it's just like, act like you're talking to your friends and then just speak on whatever the topic is. And as you spend more time doing this, just talking about whatever, like it could be a specialized community or something. So whatever that uh, slant is, like that's how you get to know the people there. And um, yeah. Just over time, just like any normal uh, community. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. Like, yeah, in terms of in terms of that, like, I really agree with what you're saying and how you know just really be able to help interact with them and really you know get to know them over time. And so, and so for you, like, I know that you have mentioned earlier that you know you have a few different online communities, such as those for your that you're interested in in terms of like a book series that you were in um well that you really enjoy and so you know for you how was it like i guess trying to form an online community i'm assuming that you probably formed your own i did um well really what you need is um like you can't be the only one doing this like when i formed mine it was with a couple of other online friends of mine that had come from some older defunct communities. And we decided, hey, wouldn't it be great um, if we had a community for this or for this? And, um, we agreed, hey, I would love to see that. And so why don't we just make our own? So um, I made it and these other people, they populated it. And once you have a core group of people uh, that are there and are talking, you just um, open it up for anyone to join and chances are some more people will go and then it's a fully fledged community. And so how was it for you, like, I guess, having a full community of people that, you know, that maybe have the same interests as you or the same at least general appreciation for a certain art? Well, like, one of the issues with um, specialized communities like that is that sometimes they can um, become more of a echo chamber mm. 
where everyone shares the same ideas, but I find that often people will enjoy things or be interested in hobbies or whatever for very different reasons. And that kind of gives the diversity that you need. Um, Sometimes there are issues, but that's humans, so. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's something what with online communities across the board, especially, yeah, especially now, it's it's so easy to, I guess, create an echo chamber, especially with, you know, throughout various, you know, instant messaging sites, online, social media channels, and so and so on. And so I like how you said that, you know, everyone is really interested in stuff for different, you know, for different reasons. And I think that's actually something that, yeah, I'm seeing even here doing my podcast. I have so many great guests, including yourself, you know, who've been here throughout you know, the, well, the year of having guests, even though I've been doing podcasts for over three and a half years, you know, this is the, well, last year's when I really started doing it with guests, but, you know, being able to hear all of their different opinions and what they're interested in and why they're really interested in it. I think that's something that's really stood out to me and something that I've always really enjoyed hearing about, you know, here in the podcast. And so I like, I really like that you were able to point that out as well. And so, and so really for you, like, what do you see, how do you see, you know, your involvement with online communities really, you know, really going within the next five years or so? I mean, you know, technology and the internet's changing like on a daily basis, but how do you see it? Um, I don't think it'll really change. Like I'm not a shut in or anything and I do spend a good amount of my time in these online communities talking to people, and I've made some good friendships there, um, some that I intend to keep up, or some larger communities that are less centered that I intend to um, keep checking in on. Yeah, I don't really think it'll change, even as um, technology allows it to become larger and more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's one thing about it, and and actually, I one thing I'd actually just come to mind is that you know, I know earlier we were just discussing about, you know, time management and everything. And I think one thing that's almost, you know, I guess critical to think about is that even though we may be spending all of these large amounts of time speaking to these online communities, at the same time, as, as, as much as people are able to, I guess, interpret it as, you know, I guess, you know, not, I don't know, I guess almost like a quote unquote waste of time at the same time this is essentially the same thing as socializing with people in person just over a different medium so as opposed to just you know meeting up with someone and maybe hanging out with them for an hour or so you're simply chatting with them you know whether over text or maybe like a voice or video chat or what have you you know for for about the same amount of time and so theoretically i mean i guess they are actually more so equivalents in that case i definitely see it as an equivalence like um, some people see it as like being a loner or whatever for like the, some people I know who spend all of their time in these communities. But on the other hand, like it really, it's called social media for a reason. It is a form of socializing. And I think it gives us a lot of the, um, important things that we as humans need from it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see that as well. I mean, yeah, it, it's so, uh, I don't know. I, I said this a lot, but I think it's really interesting to really see uh, the different ways that people perceive it. And so, yeah, as you said, that may seem as if you're lonely, but really it's just where, 
yeah, us as a as a people in society, like we don't always tend to interpret, I guess, online friends at the same way that we would interpret maybe in people in person. And it's just really the way of thinking, really, because yeah, it may not be the traditional one. Like, you know, we may not have had online friends like 30 years ago, but it's something that, you know, that is definitely a thing. It's it's going to continue growing and evolving as the years and decades continue to go and progress. And so, you know, it's almost like a shift in the way of thinking. It's like, like, you know, maybe that you're not actually lonely it's like you have all these you know great online friends and you know people who are there to support you and so do you think that being an online community you know perhaps maybe raise your confidence level uh to an extent i'd say yes um uh, like honestly i'm not sure how much of that has been um me maturing because i am um yeah part of that could be maturing given my age but I don't. I do think that, um, to an extent, it has really helped with all the extra time that I do spend socializing, whether through um, voice or text or whatever. And I think um, social skills are a form of skills, and practice does make you better at them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's one thing. It's like you almost have to, like, I guess when it, getting involved with, you know, online communities or just any real, you know, online chat. It's really just almost a. You, know, you have to get used to it just in the way that you have to get used to socializing with people in person. It's It may be a bit different because you're doing it in a different way, but it's you know, it's the same sort of foundations that you have to create for yourself. Like, you know, it may just start off where maybe the first few conversations are just, you know, the small talk, um, hello, how are you today? But, you know, but then it may get into, you know, as time progresses, where you're able to have, you know, deeper, more meaningful conversations like, you know, for example, for one of your friends, you might ask them, yeah, I, I might need help with, you know, this math class. I don't know what to do. Can you, you know, can you help me? And yeah, and stuff like that as time progresses. And so, and so I assume that you would see the same way in, you know, in online channels as well. I've seen exactly that, actually. Um, like, after about um, a year with that one, uh, one of my mo most main online communities. Uh, we started seeing a lot more um, personal conversations and uh, just relying on each other to an extent. And I guess that's what you get from knowing someone for that long, even through an online medium. Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, as someone who studies communication, I definitely, you know, see that as a big part of studying. Well, I see that as a big part of really... You know, going in the on, you know, it just any medium. You know, when you the more you get comfortable and get to know something or someone, you know, you really begin, you know, relying on it more and getting more used to it, more comfortable with it. You know, as opposed to when you first begin, and so it's really just like a process of, you know, of I guess getting more familiar with with that person and um or community, and so. I think it's the same way with yeah you know, the online communities and so and so you know for you is there anything that you would really like to point out I guess or mention about online communities that maybe you know any of my questions haven't addressed uh, I'd like I think we should like put a little bit more uh, of a shine a bit more of a light on just the fact that it helps people with um, niche interests 
um, find people who share those. Like, um, like I know uh, uh, some people who are really invested in, like, for example, um, fancy Lego sets, right? Like, that's not the kind of thing that's common enough that you can just, like, look around your town and find, like, 30 people who are that interested in this. Um, but, like, through the internet, they get, like, in touch with others who share this and this personal interest that they really enjoy. They can talk to people and have relationships with people who, like, understand it. And I think that's a, I think that's a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Yeah, even for me as someone who had been invested in you know technology for a long time, I mean, like, like even though I wasn't necessarily active in online channels at that point in time, um, I think when I started this back in 2016, 2017, and so you know, really be able to have a yeah a community to be able to you know, to speak about, to learn information about, to you know, it's like you all work together and really you know, grow as a collective in that matter, but, you know, really be able to, you know, to have someone to talk to about that. Cause I know back when, uh, good gracious, when Google plus back when that was a thing, uh, online, I, I was involved with several of those different, you know, those different communities. And even though I wasn't one to really say much or do much in those communities, like I was always really interested in, yeah, seeing what they had to say, what what the different news was discussing it. And so I think, you know, that you brought up a valid point that, you know, stuff, people with those niche interests, interest, you know, you really have a, a much larger community opened up, you know, in that matter. And then even for, you know, for broader ones, you may not have, you know, a lot of people who are able to speak about, you know, speak about certain things and, you know, and certain different you know, areas. And so, yeah, I guess it just really opens up, I guess, your base of how many people you get to communicate with and speak to in regards to your interest. Yeah. Um, and like on that, I would consider like just lurking, um, looking through what people in these communities are talking to. I would consider that a form of um, participating. Like you get invested in this community and um, even if you don't feel you have anything to contribute, uh, you're still taking part of it and being there. Yeah, I mean that's some that's very true as well. And so, yeah. On that note, I just really think that you know, even though it's been around for such a long time, I mean, probably as long as the internet, online communities. I just really think that's just going to continue to grow and evolve and become nor more normalized you know, as time progresses. And so, yeah, yeah really I think be, um, the lockdown has done a lot in that regard. Yeah, I definitely think so as well. And yeah, I think really being able to have a consistent person or group to be able to speak to and, you know, really be able to, yeah, to share those common interests and have someone to really, you know, rely on. I think that's a very important part because I, I know for humans, you know, communication is something that is really important to us, something that, you know, a lot of us really um, care deeply about and, being able to communicate with others and it hasn't really been the easiest you know in this day and age but being able to have a group or people to really be able to speak to i think really does make a difference for people and agree more yeah i mean even i've known some people who even yeah you know, i knew a long time ago and yeah you know, they had moved away such 
yeah and and so i've really been able to communicate with those people yeah online i think i actually can speak to them more online than when they actually when i knew them in person and so <laughs> as scary as that is and so it's like there's so many different ways to really meet online friends and just you know i guess the traditional ways that you may think of it's all i guess it all really comes down to interpretation really yeah um i like you can if you're at a chart internet history you could um go all the way back to when people were just communicating through email to when um there were the first online forums to then you have 50 billion facebook friends you've never met you never talked to and now we have stuff like um discord or zoom that just make it so easy to um talk with these people yeah definitely and you know and, and actually what one thing i actually just thought about in us mentioning that is it almost kind of reminds you like reminds me of i know they're not really popular now but you know having a i, I don't know what they're called but it's um having a pen pal almost you know in that regard where you're really able to you know, to speak to someone, you know, get to know them as, you know, as time progresses. And, you know, in that case, it's traditionally done over, you know, mail or exchange notes or whatever. But it's like, I guess this is almost like the natural evolution of them. Most likely, you probably will never meet these people, and, you know, besides certain circumstances. But, but, you know, but the idea that you all have common interests, you all speak to each other and, and really enjoy doing so. Yeah, I... I totally agree with you about that being an evolution. Like at that point is you can speak to someone from far away um, over the course of months. And now it's just, Hey, you want to call up this person you've never met in person and just like talk to them face to face. Sure. Why not? Yeah. And have you ever really, you know, met anyone that, that you've, I guess, met online out of curiosity? Um, I have not, but I actually intend to um, sometime this year. Um, wow. I know I know several people who have uh, uh, gone out and tried to meet these people that they've known for forever. And it, I don't know. I think if you have close relationships with these people, and do you have the time or ability to go? And I think it's a, I think it's nice. Yeah. Obviously, COVID, but yeah, in general. You know, yeah. Hopefully, you know, COVID doesn't really. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't impact your plans too much. But, you know, I really think that, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more with a lot of the points that you have brought up today. It's just, yeah, it's just really interesting being able to, you know, really be able to hear about online communities and really like the impact that it has on people, especially, you know, you and those that you know, and just really, yeah, I guess really being able to, you know, to see and hear a little more about, you know, the, you know, the real importance that they have. And so, and so really like as time progresses, how would you say that, you know, what are your hopes for the general perception of, you know, online communication and, you know, really how it's perceived in everyday life? Um, like I remember like uh, pre-lockdown, there's a bunch of people, mostly um, older who would consider it to be um, inferior and honestly a waste of uh, your time to talk to these people online. Like, if you're going to talk to friends, why don't you talk to them in person, right? Like I did. But um, stuff like lockdown where everyone's being forced to use it, people have gotten to learn that it's really not that different in some ways. 
And so I think that um, as technology develops and as, um, I mean, in this world after, with COVID, um, we're becoming a lot more reliant on that. And I don't think that's going to stop happening. So I think uh, it's going to be a lot more normalized going forward. Yeah, that is very true. And, you know, and just briefly touching on, you know, what you just said, I mean, yeah, in terms of the difference between the, you know, the in-person and online communication, you know, do you ever, you know, for yourself or for other people that you may know, do you see like there being like a dif difficult really balance in trying to manage both, you know, in-person and online friendships? Uh, I think that really everyone has to find their own balance of what they prefer. Because, I mean, everyone knows that there's not enough time in the day for everything you want to do. So, like, if you um, you personally have a preference for hanging out with people in real life or the convenience of um, talking to people online while you're doing work or between things is works better for you, um, I, I think we all have to make that choice of prioritization. Yeah. Yeah, I really couldn't agree more. And I'll be right back here with Justin in just one moment. So please stay tuned. And I am once again still here with Justin. And so, you know, for some of our final, you know, thoughts and remarks, are there is there anything that you would like to... Yeah, you know, say or discuss before we go ahead and close out, you know, today's episode. Your even even questions for me. Um, actually, I would like to ask you: Have you ever, um, like, what is your experience with this? So, so for me, I think, like, in terms of my, I guess for me and online communities, you know, I feel as if they are so, yeah, you know, so important and so helpful, like, to have, and so. Yeah, I've been in a few online communities like throughout the years. You know, whether it's people I know or maybe it's you know the people I know and friends. Yeah, it's just really I yeah, I just really have enjoyed my experience. You know, I think you know, my time with them has just really been on and off. Just just because I'm I'm involved with so much stuff that you know, you really can begin to lose I guess, you know, lose track of time really with you know trying to you know balance everything but i think but i really actually enjoy online communities and especially like you said for those uh, niche groups that you know that really you may not be able to you know to find in person and so like for me i had earlier this year well i guess end of last year now that yeah i've seen a couple of them for like you know for marvel groups and you know, what's going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and other, you know, other details. And so I just remember for me, I was, I think during the summer, I was actually involved with a lot of you know, online communities in terms of, you know, watching the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm also in the MC. And so, you know, so being able to see what, see what they said, any conspiracy theories that may be going on in relation to that, I think has really, you know, I guess upped my experience with enjoying it because you're able to see what other people enjoy and, you know, really be able to, I guess, really understand, like, 
yeah, you know, everyone else and how they feel. Because you know, it's almost we're in a time right now where we have so much interaction with our media, like such as like YouTube. You have a whole comment section. You know, you get to see how many people you know liked, disliked, and you know, and with social media, they also have comments. It's like for other stuff such as with movies and. TV shows, you don't really have that interactivity, really, and so being able to see, yeah, you know, I guess how other people perceive things, how other people, yeah, you know, really see it, and be able to, you know, hear out their point of view and really be able to understand what they have to say. I think that's been something that's really been enjoyable, and so, yeah, you know, I'm glad to be, you know, I guess involved, and hopefully within the future, I'm able to, I guess, grow a little more with in terms of. Online communities. I'm still really getting used to it. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so really, thank you so much, Justin, for being here. I truly appreciate, it, and I really enjoyed our chat that we had here today. Yeah, glad to be here. Yeah, have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to you all later. <laughs>